Hey, I'm Casey Stone, and I am a lover and an encourager of people. Come on, that's you. I know this faith message is going to help you today. Thank you so much for joining me. Hey, family! (laughs) I'm Casey Stone. Man, I see you jumping on. You were waiting for me, and I'm so grateful for that. I know there's so many other things that you could be doing on a Monday afternoon, but you're choosing to spend a few minutes with me and allowing me to speak into your life. And I truly, truly am grateful. I don't take it lightly. It's an honor to me. Amen. Amen. Will you do me a quick favor? Click like and share and share this video with your friends and family. Come on. It's so good to grow in the word together. And maybe you or someone you know would like to donate to this ministry financially to help keep us going. Uh, You can find a link in the description to do that. And as always, don't hesitate to put your prayer requests in the comment section right there. Just just click in the comment section and type in your prayer request uh, because I want to pray for you. Or many of you email me at info at stoneministries.online with prayer requests. And I love to pray for you and just agree with you uh, and your family for provision in Jesus name. Amen. Awesome. Well, we are going to be talking today uh, about Mark verse uh, chapter 11 and verses 22 through 24. We're going to be in Mark 11 verses 22 through 24. Make plenty of notes so that you can go back and study it yourself too. Amen. All right. Verse 22 says, Jesus answered and said to them, have faith in God. Say have faith in God. Say it again. Say have faith in God. Amen. Have faith in God. Verse 23. For assuredly, I say to you, whosoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things which he says will will be done, he will have whatever he says. Therefore, verse 24, therefore, I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. Amen. Can we break down this scripture today and do a little bit of teaching? Amen. Come on, you're going to get wisdom today. This is going to bless you. I know it will. Just stay with me a few minutes. Let's look at verse 22 first. So Jesus answered and said to them, have faith in God. Have faith in God. The word faith here in the Greek text is pistis. Pistis. Have pistis. In God, and we know uh, from previous teachings that pistis, the original text, the meaning is having confidence in the fact that it's already done. Having confidence in the fact that it's already done. See, when faith is mentioned in the Old Testament, many times we see the word epitemeo, epitemeo, and it means in the Old Testament to trust in or hold on to the bitter end. When you see faith in the Old Testament, they're trusting and holding on to the bitter end. But coming on this side of Jesus, when we see the word faith, it is pistis, having confidence that it's already completed, having confidence that it's already done. Jesus is saying, have faith in God, have confidence that it's already done, have confidence that it's already done. Amen. Have pistis, have confidence that it's already done in God. We're not holding on to the bitter end anymore. Come on. We're not epitemio in the Old Testament. We are pistis in the New Testament. We have a delivered promise in this on in the New Testament that we're living in today. 
Amen. They had a promise, but we have a delivered promise. It's complete. It's complete. Everything that you need or ever will need has already been completed through the work of Jesus. Come on. That excites me today. That gives me encouragement today. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We operate in faith. Pisties. We have confidence that it's already done. He says, have faith in God. For assuredly, I say to you, whosoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast into the sea and does not doubt. Say doubt. And does not doubt in his heart. The word doubt here is profound to me. So powerful. This alone is going to bless you today. The word doubt here is to separate. The original text means to separate, to separate. Whoever says to this mountain, be removed, right? Be removed and be cast into the sea and then does not separate themselves from that confession. You know, in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 and verse 17, we're told to pray without ceasing. Pray without ceasing. Every time you open your mouth, pray, right? That's what that says to me. And it never made sense. I never understood that scripture uh, until one time I was in prayer asking God what it meant. <laughs> if you don't know what something means, just ask him. He'll tell you. Amen. But I was praying and I was like, Lord, what does this even mean? And Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, that simply means to make this confession match this confession. Make this confession match this confession. What the heck does that mean, Casey? <laughs> it means that if you're in prayer and declaring uh, that you are healed, that means when you're in prayer and declaring that you're healed, when someone comes up and asks how you're feeling, you have to make the same confession this way that you made that way. Amen. When, you, when, you're, when you're in prayer and you're telling God, you're, you're, you're asking God, yeah, thank you, Father, for my healing. It's, I'm declaring that it's, I'm delivered, I'm healed and whole in Jesus' name. And then your friend comes up and says, how are you feeling? And you say, oh, terrible, terrible. I'm never going to shake this cold. That's not praying without ceasing. You catching this? Oh, this is so good. If you're declaring in prayer time, I'm building my dream home debt-free. But then your friend comes, comes and says, hey, how's your homecoming? And you say, it's too much. I'm never going to be able to afford that. That's not praying without ceasing because you're changing your confession in the natural versus what you've said in the supernatural. Amen. Come on. That's powerful. That's so good. Make this confession match this confession. Amen. It has to be the same both ways. Thank you, Father, for that. Thank you, Jesus. Don't separate yourself from that confession. And we know from Proverbs 18 and verse 21, <laughs> the importance of our word. I love the way the message version says it. It says it like this, that this is going <laughs> to, this is going to be profound too. watch the message version cuts to the chase and says, words kill words, give life. They're either poison or fruit. You choose. <laughs> what the heck? That's pretty crazy. Words kill or words give life. They're poison or they're fruit. It's your choice. That's pretty powerful. That's pretty powerful right there. We can't doubt 
or separate ourselves from the confession that we're making. Come on, mountain be removed and be cast into the sea. And every time we think about it, we say the same thing. Mountain be removed and be cast into the sea. Every time we think about it, we say the same thing. My body is healed and whole in Jesus' name. Come on, I'm delivered from that addiction that, that the enemy tried to put against my life. Come on, my children are set free. They're not, they're not being uh, turned into a wicked way. They're being of the Lord and great shall be their peace. Come on. That should be our confession. And we can't separate ourselves from that. Amen. Keep declaring what the word of God says over your life. Don't separate yourself. Don't doubt. Amen. Keep it going. Thank you, Father, for that. Let's go back to Mark verse uh, 23 of chapter 11. Don't doubt in your heart, but believe that those things which uh, you say will be done and you will have whatsoever you say. Verse 24. Therefore, I say to you, whatsoever you, things you say when you at or when you pray and ask, believe that you receive, say receive, believe that you receive them and you will have them. So according to Mark chapter 11, where we've been reading today, we believe what God says, right? Then we have faith in God. We say what he said. We don't separate ourselves from what we're saying, our confession. Then we believe it. Then we receive it. Amen. This is going to blow your mind today. The word receive here in the original text simply means take it. Take it. Simply means just take it. You believe it. Then you take it. That's so powerful. Believing makes it possible for you to take it. See, God has already provided everything that we need. Healing, come on, healing, financial provision, deliverance, wholeness, completeness, everything that we need. Healing in our relationships, come on, not just in our body, in every area of our life. This is powerful. God has already provided everything that we need through Jesus. When Jesus came, he delivered all the promises to us, to you, and we thank him for it. Amen? Hallelujah. Even in Proverbs, uh, Philippians, sorry, not Proverbs, in Philippians chapter four, verse 19, the apostle Paul says, and my God and your God shall supply all your needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. See, if Christ Jesus is involved, you know it's done. Come on. You know it's completed. He said it himself. It is finished. The word needs here in Philippians chapter four simply means Everything you need to sustain you for the journey. Ah, so good. Come on, do you think that healing is a need that you have for the journey? Yeah, if you're, if you're gonna declare that you live long and prosperous on the earth, then life and healing is, what you, is a need that you have. Amen. If you're believing God that you're going to pay other people's bills and not just yourself, how, ma how many of you believe that now the, the provision financially is a need to sustain you for the journey? Yes, everything that you have need of to sustain you is what's promised to us in Philippians 4.19. That's so, so good. He has it for you. He has it for us. But we've been taught in doctrines that it's selfish to ask God for things. But God says it's not selfish to ask and even takes a step further. Ask, then take it. Ask and then take it. Believe that he has it. Ask, then take it. See, I have 20 bucks right here. I have $20. Hey, Dad, and can I have $20? <laughs> yes. Yes, you can have $20. <laughs> That's my son in whom I am well pleased. Come on, I delight in that. I take 
pleasure in providing for him. Come on, he knew that I had 20 bucks. He believed that I had 20 bucks. He asked for it and then took it. Come on, I take, I take pride in that. I take pleasure in that. And God does too. God takes pleasure in that. In fact, in uh, Psalms, um, I think it is 35 verse 27. Check me on that, make sure I'm right. Psalm 35 verse 27 says that uh, God takes pleasure in the prosperity of his servants. Come on. The scripture even says, if we being evil know how to give good gifts to our children, how much more will your father in heaven give to those who ask him? That's so powerful. That's so powerful. It, I delight in providing for my children. And God does the same thing. It really is that easy. Ask, believe, and then take it. Malachi knew that I had $20. He believed it. And then he walked up, asked, and I didn't have to convince him to take that 20 bucks out of my hand. Come on, he knew what to do. <laughs> but first, we have to believe that it's available to us. Amen. So good. We have to believe that it's available. See, again, believing makes it possible for us to take it. Believing makes it possible for us to take it. What do you truly believe that God has available for you today? What do you truly believe that God has available for you today? What are you believing God to do in your life? Amen. Because guess what? It's already done. It's already done. We believe it and we take it. Amen. We don't, we don't separate ourselves from our confession. We believe it and then we take it. Come on, just right now, right now, as an act of faith, do me a favor. Just reach up. Think about what you're believing God. Think about what your need is and just reach up and take the provision. Come on, maybe even say it out of your mouth. I take my healing. Come on, maybe say it out of your mouth. I take my deliverance. Come on, say it out of your mouth. I take my debt-free home. Say it out of your mouth. Come on, this is your confession today that you're not gonna separate yourself from. I take my uh, children's health. I take my health. I take uh, provision for my family. I take uh, increase in my life. Come on, take it. Take it, it's not selfish. God said ask and then take it. That's what the original text says. Take it. Come on, take it. Take it. Can I pray for you? I've never done this on a podcast, but I want to pray for you. I believe that there is a specific, special anointing right here in this moment between you and I, and you are going to receive the miraculous. Come on, Scripture says that signs, miracles, and wonders are following you right now. You're not searching them out and looking for them. They're following after you. Take them. Take them. Hallelujah. Father, in the name of Jesus, I just thank you for every person watching. Lord, I thank you that right now, supernatural provision is headed their way. They're taking it now by faith in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you that every need, every lack is completely being uh, exchanged with the provision and presence of Almighty God. And we glorify you in advance because we believe your word is true and we take what you have already offered to us in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Come on, be on the lookout for the miraculous because it's there. Be on the lookout. I promise you, God's provision is about to show up in your life, and I'm in expectation with you. Amen. Come on. Can we celebrate Jesus? Come on, just say, thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> I'm so proud of you. Man, I'm so proud of you. Thank you for joining me today. I love you. Yes, you. And I can't wait to see you again next week. God bless you.